Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the concrete gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and we've got an early nomination for the Clemenger Sukilala Award. But uh, good morning, Gorilla. I'm not talking, I'm on strike. <laughs> well, <laughs> good morning, Buzzer. Good morning, Colin. Good morning. I haven't been on for a few weeks, but I want to start the show by oh, saying geez. it's back on in Bomberland. They've appealed it. It's back on. I had to say that to Comrade over there, Gorilla. But I won't go into it anymore, but it's back on again. Oh, listen, this could run longer than the concrete gang. We surpassed Blue Hills, 40th anniversary this year. We've surpassed Blue Hills, but I think this little saga is going to surpass even the concrete gang. Well, more if we don't get a say. What are you saying? What you are was, you saying? I thought you were sucking and not going to say nothing. I'm not. <laughs> and you got my earmuffs on. Right. Now, before we get into the show, and while we've been frivolous and uh, all the rest, having a... A little bit of fun. We should note at this point that uh, an old friend of ours, an old friend of the Concrete Gang, and I can guarantee he listened every week, Peter Voigt, a, uh, a bit of a character in our industry over, well, decades, has passed away and uh, the funeral will be at St Ignatius in Church Street, Richmond, Tuesday the 16th at 2pm. So that's next Tuesday, two days' time. The funeral will be at 2pm. The Rosary, for those who are inclined, will be at 1.30. And we're asking people who knew Peter, who are going to attend, to also pass it on to a hell of a lot of people out there who also knew Peter and maybe missed the notices. Please pass the word on. He deserves uh, some recognition because he's a bloke who served the BLF, served the CFMEU, he was uh, 
quite a character, I'll admit that. Uh, his widow and I had a bit of a discussion recently about what a character he was. But anyway, he uh, was, let's suggest, a bit of a scoundrel and a rogue at times. But I tell you what. And the worst cleaner we've ever had. The worst cleaner and the worst tipster we've ever had. Uh, and, and the, the worst, worst joke <laughs> But he did tell a good story about him yesterday in the uh, diving on that particular job. Is that worth going through or not this, not this stage? Lo- looks like we are. Oh, looks like we are, yeah. Peter Voigt uh, was the... Uh, Shop steward on the Banana Alley job back before deregistration. and uh, Costains, wasn't it? Costains, indeed. He, Leighton's was never so happy as when they saw the last of Peter and he went to Costains. Anyway, Banana Alley, it was raining one afternoon and uh, as appropriate and in accordance with the award, uh, the off. shop steward uh, declared everyone rained off and uh, then someone said, oh, but what about the divers in the Yarra River beside Banana Alley who were doing the uh, work for the pilers? Anyway, Peter, uh, as the delegate, assisted by uh, his uh, stu- stu- deputy steward, Dave Pillar, went down and uh, saw the divers and said, you've got to get out. And they said, why? And they, he, they said, because it's raining. They said, Never happened to us in all the years we've been diving on construction jobs and all the rest of it. God bless the BLF. Anyway, Peter uh, is, as I say, quite a character. And in the last years of his life, he went through a lot of pain and suffering. Uh, As people know, he lost two legs, uh, amputations, and he went through a lot of other grief. But he was always a positive character and well-known and well-loved around the industry the North Melbourne community, and I hope to see a lot of people there on Tuesday. And it's just all I can say about that is another character gone. Yep. We're losing too many of them because, I mean, at the end of the day, they're not being replaced in the, in the construction industry. I mean, how many, how many characters like those blokes we've got these days, you know? That's it. And it's very sad, but anyway, good man gone. So see us all on Tuesday. Now, we've got to talk about some business in the industry and the big thing going around at the moment is suddenly the Australian Taxation Office is, seems to be taking an interest in all the rorts and all the shifty business that has been going on with contractors for quite some years. Suddenly, people are being uh, attacked uh, quite justifiably because they have not been paying in the tax they've been collecting, they've been avoiding the GST, they've done all these things and they've basically been turned a blind eye to. Now, people are having their uh, money garnished by the taxation office. People are being thrown into liquidation and all the rest of it. Now, got to say, it happens. I ain't going to shed a tear for those blokes who have been wrought in the system because all that means is that ordinary working people who pay their tax every week have to be put on them to pay more tax, etc., etc., They can talk about the GST and this, that and the other to increase the tax revenue. But in reality, if they just collected the tax that's supposed to be paid, maybe the suffering wouldn't be so bad for the rest of us. But anyway, it's all happening out there. But the biggest area, plastering. Boys, who wants to have a go about some of the bullshit that goes on in plastering? Yeah, I'll have a go. The old colony wants a go. Um, The plastering industry at the moment... Oh, I mean, when I say that at the moment, it has been for quite some time in a bit of turmoil. But this week especially, uh, we've had uh, a lot of issues with CBUS and Inkalink and long service leave compliances. 
And uh, there's, there is uh, currently hundreds of blokes uh, that aren't getting their, uh, their, their, proper, their proper whack and uh, it needs to be fixed. And uh, currently we're in the process of going around and sorting certain individual companies out and uh, we'll name a few of those in Scallywag, I guess, but uh, it is in a bit of turmoil uh, and uh, people are being rorted and in particular the Chinese are getting done over um, big time. And uh, if you listen to what uh, Senator Wang, Wong says in uh, in Western Australia from the PUP Party, he said, um, you know, the corruption uh, in, uh, in 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 that industry, or in particular the, the Chinese part of it, is uh, out of control and it needs to be sorted. And also, we, we can even go a little bit away to sorting it by some of these gang leaders and um, and checking compliance. And we've got the Incolict app on board now that every, all the reps should have out there to check. So I think you'll find in the next month there should be a bit of a concerted effort out there to try and at least start a bit of a fix with this leading into the next EBA, where we might have a bit of a, we we might have a bit of a chance there of doing some good there, fixing the problems as well. Do you think? Can I just say this? That's the plan. Wouldn't it be, if anyone out there is listening in and you're working on a job and you're working for one of those dodgy plasterers, ring up the C-Bus Inkling, check, check your C-Bus Inkling. If it's not right, ring the union or notify the shop stewards. It's as easy as that. Yeah. Easy as that. It probably right. spreads down to the painting as well, and uh, we won't go into the tiling because that's another story again, but the painting's a problem. and. Uh, uh, so it's, but we're going to go one thing at a time, and I think we'll start with the plaster. Well, we were, and, <laughs> were we? Yeah. Right. Now, just uh, I will say this: there is a problem across the board. Everybody gets told you pay too much tax. Well, the problem is for our, I'll repeat it again: it's the people who are not paying the tax, exactly. and there are plenty of them going around. However, there is another aspect to this. It's come out in relation to the 7-Eleven stores and all the people that worked in that industry who have been absolutely ripped off. They get back paid and then they have to pay back the money. Well, I've got to tell you, if they're all going to get self-righteous about that, the poor old 7-Eleven people, that's absolutely nothing in scale to what goes on with the Chinese plasterers, Right. The Chinese players, Chinese players, not only getting ripped off when they pay the money back, they drive them down the ATM before they go to work, yeah. and they get the money back, and it's absolutely a disgrace. The people who are responsible, in my humble opinion, are the builders. Exactly, promoting because the, it, promoting because it. the builders employ the subcontractors, knowing damn well what the real cost of the job is. For EBA companies who are paying all the entitlements, paying the right wages, in fact, abiding by the law, the Fair Work Act. All these people who are so-called plastering contractors then employ all these gang leaders who then rip off the ordinary worker. Everyone is getting a benefit up the chain of command. It's the poor old Chinese plasterer or the Iranian plasterer or the Afghani plasterer, whoever it is, the groups who are on the bottom of the pile don't speak the English, don't have... Well, the Aussies are doing it too, so I mean, yeah. you know, it's not just them. But it's going on across the board. Yeah, well, also, they're getting them to breach their visas. Oh, right? yeah. Getting them to breach their visas, and then they put in a very awkward position, the Chinese, of not wanting to say anything because uh, they've, 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 over, they've overdone their visa or whatever they've done, so they're in a very awkward position. So then they're in a position where they're going to get ripped off. And that's a sad, sad case of the whole 
domino effect of this plastering industry. Yeah, but as you said, Warren, it's, the builders are up there next to it. Don't worry about that. They know it's not hard to figure out how much the cost of a job is with meterage rates. Down to Very the last easy. cent. Very easy, and they know exactly what they're doing. And they're up there next, and they go for the cheapest quote, and then when, it, when, it, when we come on the job and stop the job and trying to get all their money paid and back paid, they're still, they're still finishing front, the builders. And there's some perennial builders doing it, and we're going to be naming them shortly too. We know who they are. Righto. Now. Perennial. Yeah. Perennial. He's Gee, come up with oh. I, really, I really liked your joke yesterday on he couldn't um, uh, lay by a wheelbarrow. That was a pretty good one. I, I know you come up with a great one-liners. Do you? Well, you, you just – now none of the listeners were there, so now we're going to have to tell them what I said. But, <laughs> no, no was, but I'll tell you something. The concept – I'll tell you something, a funny story. Can I just break it up from the plaster thing? Because well, I'm doing a buzzer here, I know that. But oh, I... <laughs> no, no, well, I just thought of it, I thought of it this morning. I remember we, remember we, I went on that cruise a couple of years ago. Anyway, there was, there was about four couples. Anyway, we are in the, in the rooms. So the first night you go on the cruise, you get absolutely shit-faced, don't you? That excited, you're in... You know, we, we had the free drink club. <laughs> What's this lead to? Absolutely legless. Well, this, 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 this was only on the Tasmanian ferry. Yeah, Tasmanian. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, and, and you get the... And they got the... You get your own uh, purse that cleans your rooms and all that. What they call them? Well, cleaners. But but um, anyway, you, you meet meet the bloke. You know, give him a sling. You know, no, look after us. We're here for fourteen days and all that. Anyway, they do your towels up and in special shapes on the bed, and they put a chocolate on your pillow. But <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I got home legless, <laughs> slept on top of me chocolate, and me mate Bernie done it next door. We woke up next morning. There's all this brown stuff all over the sheets, and the cleaner came in and said. Oh, you lie. Have a look at this. He thought, he thought, Just and he looked, as we're leaving, he's looked at me like, he's looking at me going, you lie. You know? Just as well you slung him early. <laughs> What's that got to do with a wheelbarrow? Just quietly, but anyway. I had a certain look on this bloke's face. He was, he thought, you lie. You know, this was Soul Creek, wasn't it? That they couldn't uh, uh, lay by a wheelbarrow, wasn't it? Is that what we're on about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, come on, moving along. Just quickly on that, are we going to talk about the companies that are going into liquidation, or have yes. we jumped all over the place? We have jumped all over the place, but we're going to play Don't a song track. while we try and regain control. We've got another story too. We're ready. There she you was, go. She was crying on the pillow. <laughs> she was crying on the pillow. We won't go into your pillow stories no more. Right, oh. I've got another one I could tell you. Oh, no, 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 we won't tell no more stories. But let's, as the uh, the buzzer said uh, during the musical interlude, the number of companies that are going bust because the ATO is putting the pressure on belatedly. I mean, I saw an article in the paper the other day where they said they've had enough. Oh, really? It had done enough. They wouldn't be in. We wouldn't be in this situation now. But they've sacked thousands of ATO yeah, workers. Exactly. So how are they going to toughen up? No one working there. And at the same time, if you've seen the thing on TV the other night about their ability to try and get taxation out of that lousy company, Chevron, where they had to hire about 20 lawyers and went on for 10 years just to try and get any sort of tax out of them. At one end of town, we can't get any tax out of these Googles and Chevrons and, and all the, and, and on, don't, not to mention News Limited, News Limited, who slag us every particular day, don't pay any tax at all as well. And then we've got to try and get out of the bottom end. It's a big job for the taxation department, isn't it? 
That's right. And that's why I'm going to be nominating the ATO for Scully Wag of the Week because there's a lot of bullshit being talked. However, my question is, why are certain parties being attacked, quite justifiably, as I said earlier, about their failure to pay tax, etc.? They're being put into liquidation. Their, in, their uh, bank accounts are being garnished and so on. Why is that happening? And then other people, at exactly the same time, are getting away with blue bloody murder. Now, there's an agenda going on here. Not a great one for conspiracy theories. Nine times out of ten, it's a fuck-up. But anyway, <coughs> in this case, I think there is a government policy going on where they may feel under pressure to do some stuff, but it is a very selective campaign being run by the ATO. Regardless, the people on the bottom of the pile, the people who work for these gang leaders, work for these plastering companies, who in turn work for these big builders, uh, are going to be the ones who suffer. Well, can I just quickly put a bit of light? The Soul Creek disaster, the town and country disaster. And now Rosemont too. Rosemont. Another one. Another one. And they did a very sneakily trying to open up another company. There's a uh, couple more coming up. Don't yeah, worry about that. There's a couple more coming up. I want to throw a bit of lightheartedness in. I know well, I was, sick- go- I was going to send a, a cheerio to James. Well, just... James H. Yeah, yes, everyone's yes, looking now, brother. Ex- I'm just going to a bit of lightheartedness. The other day I did break my hand, lose my wedding ring and forgot my 25th wedding anniversary on one day. And you guys have been hanging a bit of stuff on me about Port Melbourne. And I'm heading to San Francisco. Can you see any correlation with that? The yes, Port Melbourne. Yes, yes, we can, yes. we can, we can. Definitely a correlation. We've always had our doubts about you. Don't worry about that. But there's nothing wrong with that. Ever since you've been way, carrying, buzzer. ever since you've been carrying that man bag too, mate. And there's a great political movie called Milky. What's it called? Milky about a U.S. politician who was uh, sort of that way inclined. He went, Milkwood. M- Milk. Milk, is it? And he, he took up in the Castro district there in uh, San Francisco, where I'll be heading to. So you reckon I'll be right or what? Ride as yeah, rain, mate. Ride as rain. Yeah, you'll be right, mate. Yeah. You've got your daughter looking after you. You'll be right. I Righto. Hope. Moving right along, because we're out of control here. On Monday, tomorrow, tomorrow, that is Monday. It is a work day, and we're asking people to make the effort at 4 o'clock. For all those who have been take, doing too much overtime, take an early day. Four o'clock, the Windsor Hotel for the annual membership meeting briefing for CBUS. So, folks, there have been a lot of problems. We've mentioned them in relation to town and country where like $230,000 in super has gone down the chute. But the only way we are going to do any good, because let's face it, CBUS is being attacked by the government for their own purposes to try and destroy the industry funds and hand it over to the private banks, etc. But nevertheless, whatever pressure is being put on them by the government, the members of CBUS, the people out there in the building industry who actually have their money paid into CBUS every month, need to go in there and protect their interest. And it's absolutely disgraceful that we have a situation where a company can go down owing this money and the blokes are never going to recover it We need to be doing something, and the thing that you can do as an individual is turn up to the CBUS members' briefing 4pm tomorrow, Monday, at the Windsor Hotel. And the Windsor, it's justified because a green ban by the Builders' Labourers' Federation and the other building unions at the time saved that, and we have every right to walk in that front door and say, 
you better be thanking us. And just on that, that's a fair point there, young Warren. And uh, the good thing about the Monday night is I won't get bowled over like I did last time when the bloke pushed me out the way trying to shake uh, Braxy's hand. I'm not mentioning any names, but the bloke just about bowled me over. He just pushed me out the way trying to get the Braxy shake his hand. But he won't be there Monday. He'll be in San Francisco. I'm not naming any names. Well, right? he's a good friend of mine, Steve. Oh, <laughs> Jeez, I've stretched the bow and arrow a bit there. By the way, it's uh, Gorilla, mate. Righto. Now... <laughs> We'll also mention that the uh, branch meeting's coming up. So, Trades Hall, 5 o'clock on a Wednesday night. Be there or be square. Very important you come along to the branch meeting. Now, there's been a couple of serious incidents. I'm not going to say accidents. Incidents this week. Colin, you've got one. Yeah, on Thursday, Cheltenham Road, Keysborough, 25-ton Franner. Um, out of control, uh, went through the armco, went down a three and a half metre embankment, rolled over, um, driver knocked out for a little for a little bit of a tick there, um, done his shoulder, he's in uh, it was in hospital overnight, um, but yeah, not too sure whether it was a mechanical failure. It's being investigated, but all roads lead to a mechanical failure at this stage. So um, yeah, pretty uh, pretty bad. Could have been a lot lot worse. Indeed, gorilla. Your one is a lot, lot worse. Yes, unfortunately, we had a, a bad accident at the um, Australian job, or, or, or Fraser, as they call them there, at uh, Mulgrave on Wellington Road there on uh, f- uh, Wednesday night, I think it was, Wednesday night. And uh, <coughs> one, of the, one of the blokes, uh, young Reedy, uh, good, he's a son of a good good listener of ours, uh, uh, Trevor Reed. Uh, I think I think it's Dan Reed. I'm not sure. I apologise if I got that wrong. But uh, he was uh, sent to, to stand out on, on a table, the formwork table, outside the handrails to bring a load in. And unbeknownst to him, they'd, they'd loosened the formwork and he, he, he wrote it down uh, over a story. Landed, landed, lucky he wasn't killed. He's got a, uh, a broken leg in two places and a broken arm. And he went and uh, had an operation on uh, Thursday or Friday. And uh, look, Special cheerio to you and um, to the family out there. But, you know, just typical typical stuff. We see every day, push, push, push. The boys under pressure. They want these jobs built yesterday. No matter how quick they're done, they're never done quick enough. And uh, and uh, Fraser's and uh, I and Dean that have a good look at themselves and start pulling the handbrake on a bit and make sure the safety's right and not risking our members, you know. Because who knows how he's going to come out of that, you know. Three bad breaks, you know. So unfortunately, it's always that it's always our members that pay the price for all this. And uh, anyway, so look, a special cheerio to you, uh, young Reedy, and uh, and your family. I think his wife's pregnant and everything too. So it's you know it's, it's pretty pretty unmitigated disaster. Yeah, exactly. And uh, as uh, the investigation gets finalised, and let's hope that our good friends from WorkSafe actually get off their ass and well, do something. You'll be hanging by your balls waiting for that. They're having an internal investigation at WorkSafe, and I hope it, uh, you get it is, a a, is effective because there's a lot of questions to be asked about why certain prosecutions and that are not being pursued, why a whole lot of things never happen, even though it is required by law. Scallywags. Scallywags, but just before that, Royal Children's Hospital Appeal, the, uh, all the merchandise is available for sale. The handkerchiefs, the, um, the uh, wristbands, the flags are all there. They're yellow this year. Get in because a lot of people forget we do a hell of a lot for the community. We're not all the bastards. We are ex- 
it's told that we are. We're in the top ten for tonight for the Nations of Children's Hospital too. And Easter's way. early this year, boys. So yep, um, you get in early. there quick. So Wags, I'm nominating the ATO because I reckon there's something seriously wrong. Who else we got? Well, we've got uh, Fraser's and I and D. Yeah, well, just just explain that. Yep. Yep. Acon uh, plaster rotting the system. Indeed, and X press press. Plaster, plaster. Once again, rotting the system, and not a lot of work has gone on this week on with any of those subcontractors because they are so far out of whack. Well, I'm going. I'm going. Fraser's and I do. The blokes had a real bad accident, yep. so I think. Think you know, I haven't had a win for a while, but uh, I think that's bad. Bad, bad as it gets when someone gets injured like that. Well, you may not have had a win for a while, but you've certainly won today because you are the nomination for the Michael Cleminger Suki Lala Award. Oh, I'll take that with great pride. He's had a bit to say for someone who was on strike. Just quietly. Come on, save the show again, uh, <laughs> Rabbit. You know, okay. blokes were struggling as usual. Okay, mate. Okay. Okay. Well, so, so who? Well, I'm, I'm going with you. I'm, yeah, okay. I agree. Hands down. Who are you going? Fraser's IND. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations to you too, Gorilla. Yeah, congratulations, (laughs) Gorilla. All right, I'll have to win that. Righto. Now, again, just a reminder for all those people that knew and were friends with Peter Voigt, he uh, is going to be uh, buried on, uh, we're actually going to be cremated on uh, Tuesday. The funeral service is at St Ignatius at 2 o'clock. That's St Ignatius in Church Street, Richmond, right on the Richmond Hill. He went to school there, the, the, the primary school next door. He grew up in Richmond. He barracked for Hawthorne. You worked that out. And we'll uh, go out in the same old way for him. Indeed. Dare to struggle. Dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And we're going to go out with, well, Jimmy Cliff and wonderful world, beautiful people. It ain't all bad. Otherwise... We would have all cut our throats a long time ago. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. (laughs) You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.